podcast everyone today i'm with a, i guess a, a genre bending uh, band and uh all members of the band start with the letter j which is kind of crazy <laughs> they have influences of pop hip-hop metal and uh, i'm excited to learn more about their music and their journeys i got josh that's me and then um diagonal to me i have justin and then i got jackson yes there we go <laughs> So, how long have you had a, a lip ring, man? I've had a lip ring for 12 years now. Jesus. It's actually, yeah, so it's my birthday, and I got it when I was 18. It's your birthday today? Big time. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> shit. What are you doing to celebrate? Podcast. An, an interview, <laughs> uh, and then chilling. I mean, I, we, we, I love talking about the band, and we have so much stuff that we're like hyped about, so I was like, if, the, if this is a day that works, I'm open. So Hell yeah. You're, um, the, you're the first guy I know with a lip ring or person. Honestly, I don't know anyone with a lip ring. So. Yeah. Well, it's always a, a new thing to start. <laughs> <laughs> I was realizing the other day, though, that like I've had it for 12 years and like it's not of it. Like, I think it went out of fashion and might be coming back into fashion at this point. Maybe without <laughs> me even knowing or it's still just like it's just away because I, I even know. forget that it's there. Really, I bet that's probably people like usually look at people. I, I look at people's shoes first or something. Mm. But I feel like some people, that's probably the first thing people see you, right? I do. Ring? Yeah, I, I was the people often are like oh, the lip ring is so, and I'm like, at this point, I I forget it's there. Or the or the fucking Hello Kitty band aid on your Hello Kitty band aid. Cool I too. mean, when I when I first met Jackson, that's probably one of the main things I was like the band aid. Oh man. This guy, <laughs> this guy has no. This guy has a lip ring. Yeah, yeah. He, he's probably into some cool music. Yeah, there we yeah. go. I feel like you guys are the edgy, and then I don't know. You don't. You seem kind of. I used to have a nose ring. Oh. Yeah, Josh used to have super long hair. <laughs> really? He looked very metal. Um, yeah. Now he's the band dad. I feel like now I'm more of a normie. But hey. Yeah. So you guys have been around since 2015. Mm-hmm. And yeah. has it always been the same group of people? Has it changed at all? Or it's changed a bunch. Oh. Yeah. Tbh. Jackson and I are the only remaining founding members. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. so you're the newest? You no, no, no. We, we're oh. the oldest. Or the I oldest. thought you said Jack, 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 Jackson. Justin. Jackson, Justin. It kind of sounded similar. It's They sounded super similar. It's totally. Okay, so this will make it easier. We call Justin Hoosty. 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 Yeah. Because you got T right there? Or? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's oh, that, that. that can be is, part of it. Is Hoosty's yeah, T. Hoosty's got the T. But because like justin but if you make the j like spanish 
Houston, and then you go one step further, oh. and you go to Hoosty, and then now here we are calling him that all the time. So you guys are cultured. That's Very I'm cultured. <laughs> it's, we're, we're subcultured because we are creating our own. Ah. Yes. Um, and Hoosty has a tattoo of it on his foot. So I did. <laughs> I traded a it, shitty guitar for a uh, couple <laughs> couple shitty tattoos. Yeah. So how long has Hoosty, how long have you been in the band? Ooh. Been a while. Josh knows. I think 2016, 2017. 20, oh. but it's like 2016. It's 2016 right before 2017, been, right? It would have been 20. Yeah. You should, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's like crazy. October or November. Yeah. Hey, I had a, I had a band on last week, and one of the members had only been there for like two months or something. I was oh wow! Like, what the fuck? They hadn't even performed with them yet. <laughs> oh yeah. On the podcast, I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. Let me come and represent. <laughs> <laughs> so so Jackson, you're the, the lead singer. I I'm assuming. Lead singer now. I mean, dual singer with with Husi, okay. especially on the new stuff coming up. But yeah, to this point, I've been probably singing. 60 is like 75 percent of of stuff okay so you have a, a metal voice you can pull out when you mm-hmm. need okay i can we can pull out all sorts of voices which is part of what's so fun because like i'm not like originally like a metal vocalist mm. i was like in choir musical theater opera acapella um pop just all that stuff and then josh and i met and we were like, Josh was like, you want to be in a band, essentially. Like after him, he saw, saw my lip ring, was like, you want to be in a band? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, straight up, yes. that's exactly what happened. And we've been in, playing music ever since. That was before Designer Skies. We had this other band called D- Dorcia, which is a American... American Psycho. American Psycho reference. Okay. Um, I love that movie. Wait, who's Dorcia? Dorcia is like the, the, the restaurant they're trying to get reservations oh, at. Oh, shit. I'm sure, called Dorcia. Yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> we thought we were like super cool. Um, but... Then after that died, we began this. Actually, I quit that band to end it so that we could start <laughs> this oh, band. Yeah. You suicided the band yourself. It was okay. It was like um, evolution, mm-hmm. you know, okay. but when you have to like sacrifice a creature for it. Oh. That was just a ma- <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of ma- Magic the Gathering. Anywho. Oh, you're into Magic the Gathering. Big time. Big time. Oh, you guys are just a bunch of nerds. Yes. Oh, yeah. We're nerds. It's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so Josh, what's your background in music? Do you do choir like this guy? No, but I, <laughs> I, I did play in like orchestras. Like I, I could see that. <laughs> big time. I played piano and then clarinet. Oh, I played clarinet. Nice. Hell yeah. 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 Clarinet bros. Clarinet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, in high school, you know, I decided I wanted to be a rock star. So <laughs> I, 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 you can't really do that playing clarinet. I mean, honestly. Who knows? Kenny, G, Who knows? Kenny G's a rock star. But, um, that's true. No, that, that's when I picked up guitar and was like, <laughs> this is my instrument. Mm-hmm. But and I've been playing, but otherwise I've been playing music basically as long as I can remember. Oh, shit. And have you always liked metal music? No, that's also just kind of something I got into in middle school. Although my dad always had like classic rock stuff around. Okay. But that, yeah, in middle school is when I discovered got into like the heavier stuff. Oh, the heavier mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you're a teenager, you want to get a bit darker, edgy. a bit more bit more moody, a bit more edgy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is that when you grew your hair out in mm-hmm. middle school? No, actually, I've <laughs> I also always had long hair. Just I, I don't know. Like down to your shoulders long? At least, yeah. Longer afterwards, too. Oh, shit, I need to see a picture of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. Damn. Mm-hmm. And then Justin, what's your what's your background in music? Uh I kind of always played instruments i dabbled in like trombone and piano as a kid and then uh when i started listening to like pod 
and Green Day and stuff like that. I was like, I, I want to play guitar. What about, what about ICP? Great. Do you listen to <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't listen to ICP. <laughs> I've tried. Yeah, I, I don't listen to it. I, I guess they have, a, they have like a cult following, though. Yeah. They have a specific following. We were, this is the second time we've talked about them today. Really? Yeah. We were it, just talking about this this morning. It's like even if you don't like them, like you know about them. Yeah. And that's something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And you guys are all from Seattle or? No. Really? Just me. Yeah. Just Who's Who the fuck are you guys? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck are you from? Um, we've been here for a while, but I'm from California originally. Okay. And I'm from France. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I grew up in France. I moved here nine years ago. So you just yeah. learned English recently? No, my dad's my dad's American. <laughs> okay. So I grew up in France speaking English with my dad. So you're just French or what are you? Like are you Asian? You look Asian. Yeah, my mom my mom is Taiwanese. Okay. I was I was born in Taiwan. We moved to France when I was one year old. Oh. And then I grew up there until eighteen and then I moved here for college essentially. Interesting. Josh can speak French, Taiwanese, and English. Chinese, technically. Chinese, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Introduce the podcast. Hey, this is the NAST podcast in both languages. Josh, NAST podcast. Hell yeah. So you, when you said you moved here to Seattle, what year was that? So I think 2016 is when both of us moved here from Bellingham because we went to oh. school at Western. So then we dipped down here like 2015. We had been like coming down to this area to like practice like twice a week. So you guys met in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio class. Audio class. Wait, you guys went to school for audio or where'd you go to? Uh, I was went to school for music. Like my major was like music in the music program. And then audio was my minor. And then. I, I did this program where you can basically design your own major. So I made this like music industry degree, basically taking a bunch of like business classes, music classes, audio classes. Damn. Marketing. Yeah. I feel like a lot of bands don't have like a college background. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, well, these two represent. Well, yeah. the band, what did so. you do? What did you do when they were in college? I was just working. <laughs> okay. What type Nine. of jobs have you had? Oh man, uh, I worked at Jimmy John's for a little bit and Ooh. was fired. And then wait, 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 why were you fired? Because uh, I smoke weed on the job. Hey, oh. <laughs> doesn't everyone do that? You're right, right. I you did got it with, caught smoking. I did it with my managers, and then wait. they're the ones that ended up firing me. They snitched on you. Yeah, man. But you smoke weed with them. Did I know. they get fired? They had like a huge regional meeting at our store one day, and I walked in, and I probably smelled or something like that. Oh <laughs> shit! It was it was bad. I was just like they had to ask you. Uh, yeah, they had to ask me. I'm I'm cool with the that sacrificial lamb. Yeah, the sacrificial. It's a good booster. growing point in my life. But uh, mm. <laughs> dude, my my next job was a, a music store. I managed a music store for a couple of years, oh. and then I did. Uh, I d- worked at this job called Bird Busters, and oh. we Bird Busters. Bird Busters. We did. Uh, <laughs> We installed like netting in big ass warehouses, or oh. um, we'd go up in people's attics and remove nests and screen everything off. And it was a wild job. That's a crazy name. They yeah, killed, yeah they for killed, real. They killed birds. Do you have any crazy stories that you could tell us about oh, bird busting? I have a lot, but probably ones that I wouldn't want to say on the show. <laughs> it's it's a controversial job that I feel like not a lot of people know is occurring all the time. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Yeah. It was good though. Bird so, extermination. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys started out as a metal group. How did you guys start switching into like different genres with your band? I mean, I think it started when Hoosty joined. Cause oh, yeah, basically, cause he 
basically brought brought the hip hop influence. Even though we're, we were always, I mean, fans of, of all kinds of music, mm -hmm. uh, I was like, we're doing a metal band, so it's you know riffs and screams and really loud singing. Yeah, and that's that's about it. But then, yeah, Husty brought in the the different sounds. Yeah, like, and I think early on, um, I. We like I have a lot of pop influence, right? And but like in terms of being able to like produce in like a way that like stood up to how well Josh could produce metal, like I, it really didn't wasn't there. But then like around the time that Hoosty came in, like I started to improve with my like hip hop production and pop production and all that, and like it's just sort of come together in the last however long like since Hoosty joined, where it's been I think the crystallization of the pop, hip hop, and metal elements as one thing rather than like oh yeah. These are like separate things that happen sort of in different points in their songs or in just in different songs. Right. Um, so it's been a lot. And I think it's honestly been a, a slower pro like we've it's been an intentionally a very intentional process. Mm. So when you talk about hip hop and pop production, like you're actually a producer as well, or you're just talking about like your vocals in the song? Or? Uh no, I'm a songwriter and producer as well. Oh. Um like Josh is a, a, a mega producer of all things I'm good at EDM and like pop and like hip hop and specifically like beat making and like songwriting and singer songwriter stuff. Um, and we bring that to the table and are able to like blend that together, but it's taken years to like know how to take like each of us at our best and make those work together as opposed to those things like detracting from one another because it's not us just like working in our own lane that we know how to be in. Mm. Um, but like in, in so doing, the growth has been like amazing and like the stuff we're working on right now like is like the manifestation of said growth damn do you guys sell your beats to hip-hop artists or pop artists ever um i'm trying to do yeah i mean yeah, yeah. i mean that's my, my main source of income these days really yeah i produce bands you know i do a lot of co-writing with them i'm like i'm the kind of producer that likes to like get into like deep the deep into the song with bands i'm not just like all right, what's the part? Record. Like, I'm just like, I'm that riff could be a bit better. What if we did this? Damn, how long did that take to happen? Did people just start realizing your guys' potential, or did you have to like? I mean, it basically did start with me producing music for the band, mm -hmm. and then other people were like, hey, that sounds pretty good. Can you, can I come do can I come do my demo with you? And then eventually it would become can I come do my record with you? Oh shit. Is it mostly Seattle bands, or do you guys focus outside of Seattle when you collaborate and all that? Because Dropout Kings, that's, they're not from Seattle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mo right now for work, it's mostly Seattle artists, just because it's who I know and who my who the people I work with know. It just kind of stays in there. But I mean, I would love to expand. How do how do we, how did we find? I think I found Dropout Kings just like on Facebook. We found them at one point because no, there was this. Uh, it's for their going rogue video. Yeah, well, it was like trap metal. Like this is the beginning of trap metal, and we have been like, is that a thing anymore? Or is it? It's yeah, it's, it's a yeah, thing. it's a thing. Um, it's a whole ass thing. It's uh, There's like trap metal, <laughs> and then like extreme trap. Um, it's all a thing. But like we just found them, and there was like this viral post of like this is the beginning of that, and we're like this is tight. And then we ended up playing with them a couple times around here, once with like other kind of like bands in our genre, and then once with Crazy Town. Okay. So do you remember the song like, you're my butterfly, 
sugar. Hi. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. You're my butterfly. It was from the 90s. It's like this like one hit wonder. And it was like really big at the time. And they're like, and they were on tour with Dropout Kings. And we they, we got invited to play that show. And we're like, that's kind of crazy. We get to play with this band. There's like zero people there. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, like, and there was like one lady at the front just like vibing with Crazy Town. And it was, it was interesting to see that side of uh, one hit wonderdom. Um, mm-hmm. But at that place is when we were like, hey, yo, Adam, you got, want to do a song together? I believe we were talking about Pokemon. And then I was like, do you want to do a song together? Um, <laughs> yeah, we connected on nerd shit. Adam's totally a, a Pokemon <laughs> head. Adam Adam's one of the, uh, was one of the singers. Do you have Pokemon? Do you guys play Pokemon Go? I don't. I, mean, I did for a moment. I did in the beginning. That the Pokemon Go summer. That was a good oh, time. Yeah. For Pokemon humanity. Go summer was a good summer. <laughs> did you ever go to Bellevue Park to do it? Mm-hmm. No, we were that, in Beham. Yeah, that was when we were still in Bellingham. Oh shit! Up north. So you guys live in the heart of Seattle, or like, and do you guys all live together as roommates, or all separately? Or so I live with Jackson, and we're like in Seattle. Technically, the address says Seattle, but we're not like downtown. Or we're anything. in Matthews Beach. Matthews Beach, which is know. next to Wedgwood. Okay. Which is near Laurelhurst. There we go. And what about you? <laughs> Soft Lake City. Uh, I live, I just bought a place in Greenwood. Oh, shit. So this isn't too far from your Yeah, it was a less than 10 minute drive. So. Wow. Hell yeah. So yeah. you guys, are you guys, are you guys on a record label or have managers or anything? Or uh, No manager. Uh, we manage thyselves. Um, <laughs> but we do have a record label. We're on a small label called Substream. Substream. Is that um, out of Seattle or? Uh, I don't know where it's technically out of. Like, where is like Ohio? Maybe yeah, Ohio. I, I actually don't know where he lives. Yeah, he lives in some Midwestern. <laughs> he place. lives what? Nicholas uh, Moore, the label owner and manager, um, like label manager, um, mm-hmm. lives in the Midwest somewhere. I think Ohio. Um, okay. he's he used to be in Before, Before Their, Their Eyes. Eyes. Jinx. Um, nailed it. Um, <laughs> uh, which was a band like a scene band that was in the stuff when we were growing up. Wait, what's a scene band? Like, like emo, oh, are you alt, talking about the fucking scene kids? The emo yeah, yeah, alt. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's so called so like so scene band. Shit. You know, like all the emos. I feel like you probably went to a, through a scene phase. It doesn't. Does it look like I came out of the scene phase? Because I'm <laughs> deeply oh. in it. I have spooky fingernails right now. Spooky fingernails. When I flick you off, it's a it's a, a jack o' lantern. Did you do that yourself, or you go to a nail salon? Or oh no, I found I put on put found stick on nails this morning because I was just like. Yeah, those exist. But like it was a Claire's thing, so they're much too they're all like fifteen of them are too small to, for me to put on any of my nails. <laughs> so you're missing your pointer thing? Wait, those are not those are pointer things. Yeah. You can only do so much. But in any case, scene kids. Scene band, yes. label owner. We have a label. And we're almost we're like in the process on an album. And oh, um, shit. which mm-hmm. is which is happening. So when did this label come to be? Was it recent for you guys or? Early uh, this year, I think. Like twenty twenty one year or twenty twenty. Like end of twenty twenty. I think end of twenty twenty paper. Yeah. End of twenty twenty. Yeah. And how um, did that? What did you guys do for that to happen? Just kept releasing music, or? Yeah, yeah. So we just kept releasing music, um, independently, like with videos, um, and we had a manager, um, who we don't have anymore, um, and. I think he knew Nick. You sacrificed mm-hmm. him to be on the record label. <laughs> he sacrificed. Oh, we just realized that we, we can just do we, this ourselves. Yeah, so we could well do, do we, it. We didn't need him to to do any more work for us. Um, <laughs> and so then, basically, at some point, like around last year in like December or November, uh, Nick hit us up and was like, um, "Nick is the the dude." 
from before their eyes and the label owner and was like one to do deal. And then we negotiated for a while, um, which we ended up getting better deal, which was tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so, and just were like, got started. It's like an album deal. And we had to, and 10 songs. Hey, do you see a difference now that you guys are on a label? Like do people, are there more eyes on you guys or? No, honestly, like <laughs> I th- like, and it's not in a bad way. Right. Like basically I, I are when the label, we've been in process once we have our music and our package to like put forth and work with the label to like get out there, we'll really see, you know, like how much we can, like what we can do together. Mm-hmm. Like the label provides some f- funding, which is sort of like a loan anyways, um, for us to do the thing. And it's still really upon us to like work our asses off and do something with that. Like, do um, you guys have to market yourselves kind of, or does the label help with that or? It's both. Yeah. They'll help a bit. I mean, they will, cause we haven't released the music that we that we're releasing through them. Mm-hmm. So I think all of the work is still to come. It's still to be seen. Um, like, they're waiting for us to deliver the package. And then once we deliver the package, they'll be like, all right, we'll go off. And then we'll see mm. what's really, how, how, they, how they really do. Yeah. Which I, I feel confident they're going to do well because the package is dope. <laughs> so where are you guys' type, type of audience? Is it like scene kids and email people or like? It's basically the metalcore scene essentially right now. Can you break down metalcore again? I'm still new to this. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so metalcore is basically the fusion of hardcore and metal. It's basically in the 90s and early 2000s, hardcore bands started to play like hardcore in terms of like the, the attitude and the culture, but including metal, like metal, metal riffs. Okay. And they just kind of became this new genre and it's evolved a lot. There's several, there's been several phases of metalcore with different sounds, different artists, but um, mostly it's, yeah, it's basically just that metal, metal riffs in hardcore. Like what, what city or state likes metalcore the most? Like, is there like Chicago, Chicago really likes it. I mean, that's, that's based on the Spotify listeners. <laughs> Chicago really, really likes, I mean, honestly, I think Atlanta I've, see, too, I've I seen like. other bands of different genres say that. I think for some reasons, Chicago just is a big music city in terms yeah. of listening. But, um, I think LA would, would, probably be a big metalcore mm. mm-hmm. a lot of orange county bands okay like there's like la hardcore i think was a big place for metal. I, honestly new york I, I'm, I, I don't really i don't really know i don't, <laughs> don't want really i don't want to act like i i know exactly all of yeah, the I'm history of metalcore I'm not a metalcore hist- metalcore historian i just don't know like because I, I can see if someone's like it can be like that person's like hip-hop hip-hop i don't know like I can't tell who likes what type of bands yet. I'm still learning more about. Mm-hmm. It's the honestly type of aesthetic like when I got into metal, like really got into it as like a genre beyond just being like, yeah, it's the music where it's like deca deca and screaming. It's it's uh so it's it's infinitely larger than you expect. Um, mm-hmm. And there's like different groups of people and different like styles and like I don't even know how to begin to describe it other than that like we're closer to like. Lincoln Park mm. metal than we are to like Cannibal Corpse metal. Jesus, who the fuck? <laughs> 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 but you just you know what I'm saying? 
we're like the Cannibal Corpse is like what, are they are they deathcore or they death, death metal? Death, just a total death, death metal. Death metal, yeah, yeah. So they go like, yeah, 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 and yes. they're talking about how can you talk through stuff. that? Though? Like, how can you talk through it? Like, oh, how do you do? I don't know how. I mean, who's do you know how to do? I kind of know how to do. Can you make like a full sentence when you're going? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Let Good me time. hear. Like, let me pull this back. <laughs> What what sent what uh, sentence you want here? This is the NAS podcast. Oh. This is the NAS podcast. Oh, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's craziness. So, Who's go? <laughs> yeah. So how do you guys maneuver through the through the Seattle <laughs> scene? Because I feel like there's you guys are probably very different than a lot of different bands or artists yeah. in Seattle. Yeah, we've True. we've like found bands that we work well with, you know, over time, and I think. Uh, like our version of like scene metal, as you'd say, is it's pretty like well-defined group of bands in Seattle. And mm. uh, so we, we played a lot of shows with them for a while. And then we've, we kind of like found solace in playing with a lot of instrumental bands over the years. Mm. So I, I'd say like our biggest homie bands are usually like instrumental or a couple of the the scene ones but mm-hmm. and are, are you a band that people want to see at like a bar like when they're drinking or is that too much I like uh people definitely like to drink at shows they like to drink at shows but i feel like our shows are shows that people like it's more like people come to see us rather than like we're at a bar mm-hmm. okay that people are like oh it's the yeah. live music can't wait to see this band designer disguise it's like people it's a show and and people, still, people always do to be drinking. We do sometimes play at bars like that. But. Yeah, but for, for the most part, it, it is still like an all ages show with like a bar section. Okay. So it's like the, the drinking is off to the side and, and we're like, come, come mosh. And would you guys say you're like a, one of the more well-known bands in the Seattle area? I'd say we're one of the bands that are doing cool stuff, like in the middle of successful. Yeah, probably somewhere in the middle. But I think upper middle, and it yeah, helps because you guys middle. are different, probably, right? Or I think the fact that we have like just really like really skilled people in a lot, like just in terms of like multiple vocalists that are doing a lot of really cool stuff well, and like multiple producers that are really good at doing stuff really well, and our drummer. So Chris isn't here today. Chris with a J. Driss, um, uh, <laughs> Driss, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's in our chat as Driss, um, <laughs> but he's not here today. But he's just one of the best musicians I've ever met in my life and one of the most incredible drummers. How and long like, has he been in the band for? Four years, five years? Six also years. also 2017. About this. 2017, I think. It was like five months after Hoosty. Wait, no, no, it took a it while. It was a long time. Maybe 2018. Maybe 2018. Basically, uh, we lost our drummer in 2017? 2018? No, in 2017. Yeah. And, like, um, lost, like, passed away? Just the woods. No, no, no. Oh. He's out in the woods. I don't know where he is still. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's, he's okay. Uh, no, but yeah. Cannibal Corpse found him. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for a while to play shows, we had to hire drummers. And Chris is just one of the best drummers for hire around here. So we mm-hmm. hired, hired him for a lot of shows. And eventually he was just like, I, I like these guys. I'm going to join the band. And we're like, hell yeah, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. he's, and he's super, super nice, um, which helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but like all of that put together and us like spending the time to figure out how to make like all of our stuff work together instead of just like at some point giving up like has been become fruitful because like the growth is exponential in terms of uh how good our music is and how in like touch we are with it like oh but <laughs> that looks painful it's all good you know just <laughs> so like how many years did it take for you guys to feel like you're a coherent band of course you guys are like always evolving but like when do you guys feel like you know what 
can actually lock in and work well together. Honestly, I think working with a producer called Eric Ron in 2018 is what really brought it together. Yeah. Um, it honestly it takes as a producer it takes a producer like an outside person to really help define a band for like usually some some bands mm. know exactly what they're doing and they're lucky because yeah but usually it takes some some years of doing it and then some outside perspective oh because they really bring it together because they can be like this type of beat works best for you guys or well because for a lot of the beginning it was essentially me writing guitar music and being like yeah just sing over this shit you know what to do (laughs) and i was like yeah i know what to do but then (laughs) but then having somebody from outside the band be like uh, we want to bring in some of this and bring in some of this, some stuff I, I would never have thought of as mm. I, I'm like, yeah, we're just doing this. Um, it really helps uh, that other people have a voice because uh, for the most part in bands, there's usually like one or two people who are like directing the, the overall direction of the music. Mm. Um, and it's not, not that the other band members don't have things to contribute they just don't because that person or those people are like already doing the thing. And then, but then the producer can be like, Hey, do you, do you have an idea for this? Or really? Yeah. And, and then it just, how do you guys even write to that? Cause your music's like cinematic, you know, like for a hip hop song, it's just like four, four counts or eight counts for you guys. Like it changes throughout and it's like growing and shrinking and like, and like how yeah. the fuck do you even write to that? Yeah. I mean, like I he, think it's just playing to our strengths. Cause like Josh said, he writes some, cool guitar music then we'll be like what's next jackson why don't you throw like a lo-fi beat in this part mm-hmm. and so we just kind of like you know we also really like to write to weird we like with the challenge of writing in different styles and different ways like can you write vocalists. the titan so like a titanic theme song basically have that on the album coming up okay. yes straight up <laughs> but yeah i mean and I, I like i i my voice is actually kind of more suited to like musical theater and opera um because the background in it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like it's just like that's what i've been growing up doing and i've been like really growing as a vocalist in terms of learning how to like brighten up my tone and like sing much higher without blasting out my voice but like singing something down low is like really nice <laughs> and so like i'm i'm excited i get to do that on the upcoming album like we we like just basically i feel like the album as in terms of being wonderful songs, like is a super like vocal flex in a lot of ways because we just do hella hella stuff. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. And uh, I've always loved um, film score music. Okay. Almost as much as metal. I, I can't. I, I think it's a little, still a little under the metal, but uh, I, I love that stuff. And I mean, I want to, you know, f- score a film or something one someday. Oh shit! But um, and that, so that's always been a part of it. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. lo- like strings. There's always like strings and like yeah. brass and, and all of these songs. I feel like you could do something like Chappie. You know, have you seen the movie Chappie? Mm-mm. Or mm. um, District Nine. Yeah. You know, those, like, oh, yeah. I've seen District Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you'd be in like a dystopian type movie. That, I mean, yeah, honest, honestly, that's essentially what the new album is. Like what we're working mm-hmm. on that like is has not been released is a future is a is a concept album. Based oh, it in is space. a concept mm-hmm. album. Yeah, and it's sci-fi, sci-fi space adventure, dystopia, nerd mm-hmm. shit. shit. There's like we've like written pages about it. There's a glossary. Oh god, it's it's epic. It's, but all the songs rip and like on their own. If you like listen to them as like a oh this is a just a song about somebody's emotional experience today here in this world mm. they all work like a hundred percent which is like damn toy 
So you're hoping there's going to be some fan fiction for this eventually. Definitely. I, yeah, we want to leave enough mystery for like people to like be like, whether it's like they're writing it down or they're like having that experience of being like, I think this happens in this song. Because like when I was like growing up and listening to concept albums, there's hella concept albums that I have no idea what they're about. But I was like, it's about this mm. for sure. Because I just put my own shit onto it. And I didn't even really want to find out what the real thing was. Um, and so I'm excited for people to like do that and for us to like slowly like put out like hints for the people that care, you know, mm-hmm. um, because that like building a mythology is, is is fun as fuck. And how'd you guys go about building up your base? Like you guys definitely have some strong numbers and that can mm-hmm. be hard for bands or even solo artists. So Just grinding it out. That's that's it's all that's the only way to do it, honestly. Yeah. You know, just release music, play shows, release music, play shows, talk to people, meet people, play shows. Mm-hmm, release yeah. more music. Any of you guys played all... shows outside of Seattle? Or Yeah. So that's probably a big thing, right? To like uh, help grow your audience. Tour because yes. tour, touring traditionally is the way to find new just break new ground, play new places, meet new people. But I mean, these days it's also essentially online. You just go to different go in different communities like only online. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Time. We deep in OnlyFans. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean it's basically just finding new ways to connect with new people, which, yeah, going physically traveling places is a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, going places on, on the internet is another way to do it. We've done both of those things. Touring not as much as the internet, uh, but, I mean, we want to keep doing both. Yes. Yeah. So, Justin, how do you think the has COVID has affected this band? Ooh, um... Honestly, it it might have been kind of a saving grace in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, when COVID started, these two um, started up a, a second YouTube channel called Desire to Vibe, and they do they do <laughs> covers on there. And it was like it was a really great way to kickstart our album because shortly after Josh starts Twitch streaming every day and writing a song, and we we kind of didn't know that that would become a lot of what we use on the album at mm-hmm. the time. But um, I think it just like kicked us into gear and gave us a lot of stuff to work on top of. And then um, I was furloughed throughout the first year of COVID. Yeah. And it, it was a blessing in disguise as well because <laughs> I was able to just grind and focus on playing guitar and, you know, writing lyrics for the album. So we met up like a couple times a week oh. and just kind of did it real slowly and in a genuine way where we could focus on the story and provide a lot of meaning to whatever we wanted to say so Mm, so is rehearsing big for you guys after it was all written we spent a month rehearsing like what two or three days a week two or three days a week just to like because we we want the performance when we record to be you know have full energy and have full like expression mm-hmm. and so like getting it into your body through rehearsal so there's that muscle memory there like it'll allow the recording to be so much better so like yeah we and we love it like we were in a freaking storage unit just like sweating our faces off in july just being like playing the set a few times and just being like this fucking rips yeah so- but it's like totally in the like the most unsexy of places like but it's like you can see the future mm-hmm. Like okay. those, those, what are those guys? Those auction war guys just open up a storage unit. <laughs> 500. Yeah. <laughs> we found a band. <laughs> yeah. A, lo- a lot of bands these days uh, essentially don't play together like until they play shows. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like writing an album for the most part now 
is basically just sitting in front of a computer and recording parts. And people don't learn the songs until they like have to learn them to play them at shows, which, which is wild. Um, do people think it's just easier to do that or something? I mean, essentially, because it, it, it's more accessible, honestly. Yeah. yeah. All you need is a computer because before you, you know, you'd have to like meet up a ton to like hash out the songs together and then eventually pony up a ton of money to go and record those songs in a, in a, like a real studio and all of that stuff. But you don't really need that anymore. You can just sit at home and write riffs. Damn. But the downside to that is people go on people go on tour and they like haven't ever played the songs together. Right? Yeah. Or they go to record and have yeah. never played the song. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh, that's what you play. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. And and do you guys have a studio or do you guys go to a studio or how does that work for you guys? So since I have I have my little home studio. Ooh. Uh, and so that's that's where I record our stuff. So mm-hmm. I record other people. Um, and you know, I it's it is kind of a limited setup. So we, I also just rent out places like we just last weekend went to record um drums for the out al- for this upcoming album at robert lang studios oh i see you guys robert lang is so yeah Sweet. it's so it was it was so cool it's it a little epic. name drop right there <laughs> no, no big deal. We were shout there. out shout out to shout out to robert lang <laughs> yeah. yeah but um yeah it's it's just uh finding places so yeah. when I see artists at like big name studios, do those studios reach out to artists or do the artists reach out to them? Or how does that usually work? I, honestly, I, yeah. Usually the artist reaches out to a producer who reaches out to the studio, I think. Mm. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what, how, it, how exactly it works. Uh, like in once there's like A&Rs and record label stuff going on. Honestly, I think it basically just is different for every single group. Got mm-hmm. it. So what do you guys do outside of music? I'll start with Justin. Oh man! Can I go to the bathroom. Can I take? Yeah. Okay, word. This is the first pee break. Let's get it. Let's first get pee it. break. Yeah, I was just like, this has to happen. Yeah. You could just keep it rolling though, cool. Holy. Uh, make sure you have a mask, or Karen will devour your soul. Trying to have that interaction. I get masked. Hey, that was pretty good. Oh shit! Thank you. Deep growth. Where is it again? It's um to the um left, and then to the right, two doors down. I think that makes sense. But yeah, well, what do you do, Justin? Oh, free time. Um, I like to cook. Oh. Uh, I like to hang out with my cats. Oh, how many ca- wait, got, cats? I got two cats. Okay, if you yeah. had more than two, I might be worried. Yeah, no, the two <laughs> is definitely the limit. Um, and play guitar, man. I don't know, hang out with friends. All right. I'm not, I'm not as into the super nerdy games, but I like to play games. Mm. I try to get on their level, but it's... It goes over my head a lot of the time, you know. <laughs> so, so where did you grow up in Seattle? I grew up actually in in like Woodenville area. Oh shit! Went to high school over there, and then um, moved into Seattle probably f- five years ago. Okay, that's yeah. dope. I like the city life. Really? Yeah. I like the woods life. That's where I'm living right now. Okay. I like to be. I like to do everything I need to do here in Seattle, and then just retreat. Yeah. 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 Are you from here? Yeah. So I'm from East Seattle. Okay. So I know Woodenville really well, and um, Redmond, and all that. And uh, like two years ago, I moved up to Snohomish. Okay. So it's been very peaceful up there. Yeah. It's a definitely a commute to get to work. It's oh, I Close bet. to an hour. Yeah. Even without traffic. Oh, damn. But yeah, what about, what about you? What do you do? I mean, honestly, just all of the deepest nerd shit. You can, <laughs> people probably don't even know about it. It's like, I mean, 
obviously people know like Dungeons and Dragons now. Oh shit! But, is that like, fun? Do you think? Do you think Dungeons and Dragons get like a bad rep? Like if anyone played it, do you think they would enjoy it, or is it only for? It's it's people? literally anybody can play it and have fun because it can. The best part about the game is that it can be anything that you want it to be. Because mm. it's, I mean, all the other games you have like limiting factors physically or whatever. But um, the best part about D and D is that it's literally you, you make up the game as you go, and, how and long, you can do whatever you want. How long have you been playing D and D? A long time, like ten years maybe. Jesus Christ! Uh, I mean, not not continuously, <laughs> not not continuously, but um, yeah, no, I, I love all the nerd shit like D and D and like magic. Uh, Warhammer. I remember when Magic the Gathering came out. It's, it was, it's been like it's a newer thing, like a past de- two decades or so, right? It's, it's, not... it's like 30 years old at this yeah, point, I think. It's not... it's, it started in the early 90s. I remember when people used to play that at my, oh my, sc- God. At my school. Early 90s is 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So you're into like board... Are they, are board they... games. I'm honestly not a huge video game person, actually. But, but he likes Twitch. But you're only... Are you just doing it like marketing-wise, honestly, or...? I mean, I just go on Twitch and write because I, I, like, yeah. I just write music. And people tune into that? A few. That's nice. <laughs> That's not, I'm not going to pretend like there's a lot of people. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> my cousins and my grandma when she learns how to do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know it's nerd, nerd shit. Oh, and do you like Star Wars? Oh, I fucking love Star Wars. Star Wars fucks. <laughs> Are you dressing up as like Yoda this year or something? Yeah, baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. The Mandalorian. I mean, hit, I would, hit your whole body like... Like a different color, and then just put Baby Yoda on your tummy and just go around and be like, I'm Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I mean, I haven't done a whole lot of dressing up. Um, Are you a Star Wars or Star Trek guy? Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I think I would say that I'm more of a Star Wars person than a Star Trek person. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think I'm more into like fantasy than sci fi per se, like hard sci fi. Um, hard I, sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> There's soft sci-fi and hard sci-fi. Soft uh, sci-fi. Soft sci- and... Hard sci-fi is. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to explain it. Yeah. Do you like Lord of the Rings then? Type. Stuff? Lord of the Rings is my favorite. It's really? My favorite thing. What? And why is that? Because it's fucking tight as hell. I'm sick, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, all, I mean, I just, I just like going to different worlds and experiencing stories that are. Like, very real, but also completely made up. Okay. Uh, so you have a good, ma- you have a good imagination, or do you, do you wish you could like actually be in that world, like VR or something, or do you enjoy just reading yeah, the books? I just, I just like reading books and watching movies and okay. playing games. What do you think of the Mandalorian? Uh, I think hot take. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think the Mandalorian is the best piece of Star Wars content. Wait, wait, wait! You're serious? Mm-hmm. Oh God! Have you seen the second <laughs> season? I hated the second season with a passion. Why? Why they even named Baby Yoda? They just should have just kept it. Grogu? That's disgusting. <laughs> What's, what did, did, mean, what do you think of the the three newer movies? Uh they're they're all right. Oh yeah, I'm not really. They're, they're all right. They're fine. I, I, I was talking about watching them again last night, and then at the end of the conversation, we we're like, yeah, we really shouldn't. <laughs> because we're like I don't even really know what happened and then we like try to describe what happened you're like yeah they go there and then fucking like raise like a fucking and then he, they die and then raise a Skywalker and it's like yeah, yeah. no I don't I don't think I want to go through that again Mm-mm. sadly I wish Finn was a lightsaber guy a Jedi yeah. that would yeah. been cool There's so that was many... such a missed opportunity just yeah. like why not why it's okay 
I don't think I liked the second season of Mandalorian because it felt too much like a play set. Like it literally didn't seem like a real. I didn't feel like I was immersed immersed in the world. Mm-hmm. It kind of <laughs> just. I just was out of it. It was cool how they made the Mandalorian though. There, there's this new technology that's, it's like past the green screens now. So it's like mm-hmm. LED, like a whole wall yeah, of LED right. stuff, Dang. which is kind of wild. That's tight. Yeah, because green screens are kind of like, you know, green screens are dying when you can just use it on an app now. You know, mm-hmm. fuck, green screens suck, honestly. <laughs> green screens are. They seem cool until you're using them. They're really difficult. Yeah, the, the, you gotta get the lighting. Just right. Just right. It's a mess. So, yeah. So what about you? What do you what do you do, Jackson? For uh, fun. For fun. Well, I like to put sing. Put band-aids on my face. Put band-aids on my face. Dance. I like to dance and work out. You dance? Um, well, I'm injured right now, but I'm trying to get back into it. Well, but how do you, how are you injured? Um, my back's just like royally fucked. I don't really know how to explain it. Oh. Um, then um, that it's royally fucked and it makes it so dancing's not exactly like fluid as it should be. Um <laughs> And then I do all the nerd shit, video games, magic cards, okay. board games, um, but also like just trying to like get into like self care and stuff and like mindfulness and stuff. So you meditate. Try. It's hard when your back's really fucked, but you could just lay on the ground. And I cry. do that. I do that. I do that. There's it's, a lot of laying great. on the ground. Sometimes I just walk into the living room and on the on ground. The ground. There I am. <laughs> have you guys ever been to like a comic book store or GameStop where they have like huge statues of the person or whatever, like the character? I feel I could just imagine you guys as like house being like, <laughs> like big baby Yoda. <laughs> Surprised it's not. I would have a large baby Yoda if we could. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, but I, yeah, no, I mean we've been to game stores. They're they're tight. Do you have a the PS Five? No. We don't have any next gen right now, do we? Uh, I mean, technically cool because everything came out because we got PS5. We have like Xbox. We have Xbox fuck stick or whatever the one is called. Yeah, the fuck stick. Yeah. That's my favorite one. Xbox fuck stick <laughs> is honestly the best Xbox. <laughs> Super good. Um, no, yeah. No, and then the Switch, whatchamahoos is coming out. There's a new Switch coming out? Yeah, Switch again. Switch. <laughs> one more time, baby. Switch. Fucking run it back, baby. We're doing it again. <laughs> no, I'm more of a PC person, if anything. Okay. Yeah, I bet you've, you like built a PC up or something. Oh, big time. I can tell. Big time. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing for Halloween? Do you guys have any cool plans? I feel like you guys dress up. We, still. Well, I, I want to try to dress up. Um, I want to try to just do something cool. Like maybe just like cover my whole body in band-aids um or nutella that'd be cool mm. one, one day i'll get everybody to dress up as the fellowship of the ring but you know oh. i'm not there yet i mean i will do i will do i'll be sexy gimli sexy gimli. <laughs> yeah <laughs> has the hair to be aragorn now Ooh, you would be a good aragorn. do aragorn yeah. yeah yeah i'm cool with that that would be toy. toy um but i think we might record a music video oh we might be doing yeah yeah on Halloween or releasing it on Halloween? Uh, recording it on Halloween. Just filming, yeah. Oh, I but honestly, I don't think we have re- <laughs> we really have much Halloween planned this year. I don't think it's really. It's been canceled because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, we're just not. Life is canceled. We're not do- we're like, Life we're not, is canceled. We're definitely not going anywhere, and so at that point, it, it kind of ruins the point of dressing up. For, I mean, I know a lot of people who like dressing up just to like take pictures, which is awesome. Yeah. I don't think we're really those people. Like at Oasis. Well, I, I mean, I take pictures. I dress up to take pictures anyways at other times of the year so it's right. like fine not halloween specific i guess yeah like do you guys go out a lot or are you usually at the house or like oh yeah no oh no i'm a we do not go out <laughs> we a, do I'm, not I'm, go out <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stay-at-home person 
for sure. Like, other than shows. Yeah, shows. I mean, <laughs> I used to go out a lot. I don't I don't drink anymore. Oh, so, um, so now I can't go out. <laughs> I just like don't I don't know like how to like deal with drunk people. Okay. If I'm not drunk, like, cause if I'm going to go out and I'm going to be annoyed at everyone, there's more like, things than just bars though. Right. I guess. I guess I go to parks. Oh, me too. I go to parks. I go to the zoo. Is oh, that kind of going out? Are you like zoos? I don't know how I feel about zoos. You, have you been to the Woodland Park Zoo? Maybe once. It's a wonderful zoo. It's very ecologically minded. You don't feel bad for the animals. They're just, I feel bad for like a couple of them, but their enclosures are really <laughs> good. <of> <laughs> There's like, I mean, but they like, like legitimately, like I go with a keen eye trying to decide like if they seem like they're like well taken care of here. And then you call it PETA or whatever. What is yeah. it? PETA or PEMA? Yeah. PETA. FEMA. FEMA? Because it's a freaking <laughs> natural PETA. disaster over here with these animals. Um, there's shit everywhere. Um, but no, the zoo, go get food. Okay. I eat. Well, I guess every humans have to. Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean shows. Really, it's just shows. Have you, you guys have performed since COVID, right? No. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm, nope. No. We've been in process. Because you guys don't do bars. So no, 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 no. We, we just do it. We're just not ready to go out yet, and it's. I mean, you know, no shade to anybody playing shows right now. We're just not there yet. Yeah. 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 Plus, we're like writing this massive piece of content, so like we'll be ready as shit when it comes. Like, it's. It's about to go down when we when we come back, so it's not like for no reason. Got it. So, um, we're plenty busy. We're mm. plenty busy. It, it, it just doesn't feel safe yet for yeah, us. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So this guy plays with cats, and you guys, you oh, I love Lord of the Kitty. Rings, and this guy just There's goes to the zoo. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah. You guys are wild. <laughs> we are wild. I mean, I, I probably actually, I'm not wild anymore. Oh, so you is how, to, way to, how old are you guys? Freaking uh, 60. Okay, <laughs> I can tell. Oh, uh, no, I'm 30. <laughs> okay. Today. Happy birthday again. Thank you. Fuck yeah. I'm 29. Yeah, right. Josh is the baby. <laughs> I'm 26. Okay. Yeah, and Chris is... He's 67. 60, 35. And that guy just yeah. lives on his own, or is he roommates with any of you guys? Or? Uh, No, he's married. Oh. Mm -hmm. And lives with um his wife's father and as his, well and is there k terry kirk and his wife's <laughs> sister and his wife's sister yeah for real yeah sounds like a julia lives there a fun time yeah well what is uh some <laughs> advice that you guys each have for up-and-coming artists creators influencers um start with uh, this guy honestly <laughs> freaking this guy <laughs> i would say honestly just 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 the most important thing is just doing the thing yeah um and not worrying too much about chasing something uh, like a specific like vision just trust the process write the music play the shows and just do it mm -hmm. as much as you can and what's the easiest way to reach you uh social media i guess reddit or... fan fiction lord of the rings <laughs> yeah r uh, slash lord of the rings fan fiction <laughs> uh i mean for me personally you can you can hit up www.joshwildhorn.com Your last name is Wildhorn? That's my last name. That's wild. Horn. <laughs> Horn. Ayo. But, uh, <laughs> but, but also designerdisguise.com Oh, wait, also, what, why is it designer disguise? Like, why is there a guy's... This... There's a... It's... it's you, you go for it. <laughs> there's, like, on the inside sleeve of our first CD, there's this, like, long paragraph about it. But long story short, it's about just, like, all the ways that people don't that like be themselves mm. in, 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 in the world 
by designing a disguise because of all the societal pressures that are put upon us to make us not be ourselves. Got it. It's a lot shorter than that. Self-actualization through designing our own image. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so it's like, it's, it's both the like, oh, we do that and that's bad. But then also like, I don't have to do that. We can harness it. Oh shit, wait, you can snap with both fingers? Did I just... (laughs) Woo! (laughs) Oh damn. I can only do one. Can you... I can't even do it. There it goes. Got <laughs> uh, so, Justin, what's what, your... get it clean? Ooh. Yeah. I got a cracker uh, advice oh, to yeah. upcoming artists? Is In, that what you're saying? Yeah. Um I'd say like capitalize on what makes you unique. Mm. I feel like a lot of people try to fit in and I mean we didn't get a little more recognition until we started doing some weird stuff, you know, and mm. that's that's what I think people should do. Weird stuff. Whatever they think do, is cool. do what makes them like weird and unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people okay. like people like the out there shit. You know, like yeah. Cannibal Corpse type weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. doing their thing, yeah. and they have a thing. whole lot of people who love them for it. Yeah, I mean, Insane Clown Posse, not my thing. Who's I, I think like the, them. <laughs> the best example is like our friends who we've played a lot of Scythe shows Gang. with. Scythe Gang Triple Six. Oh. I'm wearing their They're shirt. They're right an now. extreme trap. Really? No, not this isn't their shirt. Oh, I was gonna say that's <sighs> a dope. Where is he, where'd you get this that shirt? Their, uh this yeah, is from wickedclothes.com. Sponsor me. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they have honestly like the tightest shit. Let's sacrifice Toby. It looks like it's friendly, but it's a kid who's gonna kill another kid. That's fun. Damn. Fucking Toby. <laughs> Fuck Toby. Yeah. Toby <laughs> must die. But he's he's into it. He's vibing. Yeah. So what's word, the easiest word. way to reach you, Justin? Uh, I don't know. Like Instagram, Hoosty. It's clear as day. At Hoosty. At Hoosty. Yep. And Jackson, what's some advice that you got you have for the people? The people. I would reiterate, um, keep doing it and doing it your way. You'll waste more time trying to keep up with trends than if you just continue doing what you love and like at the end of the day like do art because you like love to do it Mm. and I honestly think good things come to people who are putting in for the love of art rather than for the ooh, what's the next thing that I need to do to to get there so be you and just keep doing it you'll feel better keep when you keep doing it hell yeah Mm -hmm. and what's the easiest way for people to reach you um probably Facebook or uh, Instagram at Misto Lion, M I S T O L I O N. Oh, that's old. It's <laughs> um, my stuffed animal. But, oh um, God! <laughs> you guys uh, are nerds. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But we fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Misto Lion on Instagram or Jackson Bankson on TikTok. Oh, there we go. Yep. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the mm-hmm. NAS podcast with. Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) And we did it.